All right. Hello, idiots on parade. The too ugly for TV podcast. We mock the news so you don't have to. Hello, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. That is Jake Vevra, stand-up comedian in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, stand-up comedian in Iowa City. You might be listening to us on Chicago's comedy scene radio network. Uh, we're there twice on Tuesdays, 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. And Jake, I got something wrong last week. What was that? I said we were weekdays at 5 p.m. Turns out we're seven days a week at 5 p.m. Oh, so, there we go. And we're all seven days. So these are repeats, the people. Too. We this today is September twenty fifth two thousand two. So if you are hearing this on I don't know October third twenty twenty four, this is the news you missed two years ago. <laughs> yes, and um, whenever you're listening to this, in case this is going on years from now, sorry about my voice. It's kind of scratchy. I just woke up today, and um, yeah, I'm not hungover or nothing. I, I just I was sneezing a lot yesterday. I, I normally don't get allergies too bad, but I get them at like the beginning of the spring, beginning of the fall. Sneezing fucking horribly yesterday, and now my throat's all shitty. So, well, at least you woke up, Jake. Every yeah, oh, that's day true. To normally face I'm not the day is a challenge, like a champ. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, before we get into the news, Jake, I had something happen on stage last night that has never happened before. I was at the new comedy club, the Lucky Cat Comedy Club in Cedar Rapids. Um, okay. Dude ripped a fart so loud that I had to address it from the stage. And he didn't try and hide it. I don't know if he thought it was going to be silent. He didn't try and wait till like a punchline so there'd be laughter. It was just like right in the setup. Like I'm, I'm on stage going, knock, knock. So... Anything nice. like that ever happened to you? Uh, not during a knock-knock joke. No, I actually don't do those. But uh, I'm no, I, I, I don't think I've ever had anyone fart while I was on stage to where people could tell. I mean, yeah, the whole yeah. audience. I mean, it, everyone wow. just sort of was taken aback. Uh, it had to be addressed. I couldn't just like sit there and like pretend, well, nobody heard that. And there's a yeah. weird table of dudes that, usually don't get a table of four dudes at a comedy show. Like women go out to comedy shows. Women decide comedy in general. Like if a couple's going out, it's right. a woman's idea. This was four dudes that one guy kept disappearing into the bathroom and we would have said he was doing coke if he had been animated, but... Oh, dude, coke farts make sense. Yeah. Yeah? It, well, yeah, it speeds up your digestion. It, it's an upper dude, so just like coffee or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Especially right. now that I'm a little older, I do a little couple bumpskis, man. I gotta, you know... You gotta rip them. I got. I got. I got to find a good stall. Is uh, yeah, is is the way I'll put it. Fair enough. All right, let's. Oh jump man, into so he ripped a, a nice long coke fart during the middle of your set. Yep, and just during, like I said, a downtime. If he had, if if he had could hold it, I'm sure he would have. Like, okay, I think there's a. Oh, everybody's laughing. You know, like try and cover it. I still think it would have been louder than the laughter, but uh, yeah, uh, I guess this is just a word of caution. To anybody that has to fart, wait for the punchline. Yeah, it's, you know, anytime people talk about um, abusing cocaine, they only talk about the extremes, you know? Yeah. Oh, if you do so much, you'll you'll do all your rent money or, or, or you'll be up all night. Or these days, hell, there could be fentanyl in it, you know? You don't talk about the little, the little ones and twos on the scale, you know what I mean? What about the fact that it's going to make you fart weird, you know? It's, it's an upper that you're not used to. Uh, if, if you, if you got a fart, don't uh, always be wary of a fart. Uh, when you're doing cocaine. Find embarrassing situations. Sure, you'll blow all your money, you'll lose your family, you'll lose your house. 
but you could also embarrass yourself in public situations. Yeah, it's a thing. See, most of the time, guys don't go all the way to nines and tens, so we don't hear about them. You know, but this guy, this guy that could keep it to just a couple responsible key pumps, uh, still had a weird fart. You know, yeah. I, I I give these speeches to uh, to high schools all the time. <laughs> they never ask me back. Never. <laughs> I think high school kids would respond better to your speech than the than the big scare tactics because in high school all you're concerned about is image and fitting in and you know not standing out and being embarrassed. So if you if you tell the kids, hey, you're gonna you're gonna embarrass yourself, you're gonna rip a fart right in the middle of class, then you know maybe Susie Homecoming Queen won't uh, won't be uh, hitting the coke. Right? Yeah, that's what uh, we're, we're gonna produce some sort of like uh, after school special. Where it's just me, like like blacked out with my voice changed. You know what I mean? Like once <laughs> like a quarter a during a comedy interview. show. Like you're a whistleblower. Yeah, it's not that I wish I hadn't done the cocaine. I just wish I'd have gone to the bathroom when I when, <laughs> when I felt the small one. It was not a small one. It was a big old coked up fucking fatty. Ah. Uh. We all wondered if he was doing coke because, but he, he wasn't animated. He would come out and just sit back down. But he would go, he would, he would disappear three times during an hour set. He disappeared for five minutes at a spot, at a shot. So something was going on. Yeah, well, it makes sense. I mean, if you're coked up, doing a bunch of coke to watch a thing would be kind of tough. A little bit, sure. You know what I mean? It keeps you, keeps you awake, keeps you alert. And yeah. certainly if, if he was like really fucking drunk or something before the comedy show, then yeah, give him some fucking Coke, wake oh, him level up. Him off. Yeah, even yeah, so yeah, yeah. Match each other. Yeah. But I, I, to just be really spun up and just have to sit there and listen to somebody else talk, eventually your brain would start going, yeah, fuck that. I got ideas, man. You know, what about tower seven? Did you, um, uh, Fiona Apple knew she had to stop doing cocaine. Her story, she said, because she spent an evening with um, Paul Thomas Anderson and Quentin Tarantino coked up talking at one another. And she said that was enough because Quentin Tarantino not on coke in an interview is one thing. I can't imagine Quentin Tarantino and Paul Thomas Anderson coked up just going at one another with, we should make a movie together and it'll be about this. I mean, she said it was the worst night of her life and that's when she knew she had to stop doing coke. Oh, yeah, dude. Nothing's more annoying than people that are just on a bunch of uppers that aren't drinking. Kids, if you're listening out there, here's another piece of cocaine advice from, <laughs> from Jake that they'll, that they'll never ask Jake. me back to the, to the, to the speech, to the, to the high schools to get the speech. Um, uh, only do coke when you've been drinking, okay? There's nothing more annoying than somebody who's just doing a bunch of rails and nothing else. You want it to kind of to kind of complement the alcohol a little bit. What you don't want is to be some asshole sitting there going, "Oh my god, I just had a life-changing epiphany." Ba 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 gibberish. Oh my god, another epiphany, another life-changing blah blah gibberish. Let's talk about really deep and intense gibberish for the next eight hours will you loan me fifty dollars also i think all our friends are cops man have you seen the way they wear their shoelaces that's the way how, how fucking narcs wear their shoelaces and, and oh my hold god on, hold on. wait 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 wait. hold on wait wait yeah okay, got that out now let's keep farting talking. really loud during a comedy show <laughs> well who knew that today's uh, podcast would be informational for high school kids yeah quentin tarantino and that guy uh, they, they, they sort of wrote a rough screenplay that night about a gangster <laughs> who farts during a comedy show. 
And then the guy at the other end of the room was like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to kill that guy. I, he was in hiding, but now I see him because he now farted really loud during a setup. Gave his identity. Yup. And that was Jimmy the Farter. God damn it, Jimmy the Farter. He's, he's in witness protection program. He ratted on the Don. <laughs> I knew I'd find him. Uh, all right, let's jump into some news. Uh, first headline, Jake, we've talked about uh, stories like this before. Nothing piss me off, pisses me off than a story like this. And I'll, I'll tell you and the listeners why, and you get it because we've talked about it before. University of Oregon apologizes for, quote, despicable chance at football game. So you read the story, and a representative of the U University of Oregon apologized after a video posted social media. Uh, they were playing the Brigham Young University at a football, the stands, they started cheering. Jake, the thing that pisses me off, I had to search every article kept saying, oh, the kids were the worst. They said these despicable things, but no fucking right. article will like, say you know, what they said. It's probably not that bad. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yep, and then did you did you find what they said? No, I, I, did. I didn't, man. I, I read I, this before the show. I didn't have time to look. I was, I was hoping you'd done the, uh, the research I on fucking this. went looking for it. Here's the chant. Here's what the kids were saying. <clears throat> Fuck the Mormons. <laughs> Fuck the Mormons. So, first of all, they're not saying fuck all Mormons. They're just, it's a football game. They're, it would be no different from saying fuck the Ducks, fuck the Packers. You know, it's, they were yeah, just. Yeah, that's true. What, that's what team were they playing? Was. What's were that? They playing, were, were they playing like uh, Utah? Oregon was playing Brigham Young. That's all okay. I just said. So oh, Brigham Young's uh, a Mormon thing. Okay. Yeah. It's, and so they were just literally. Uh, picking something about the team and saying fuck them they were uh, uh, the articles are all saying oh this despicable hateful anti-mormon rant religious intolerance it's a bunch of college kids at a football game fuck off reporters fuck off anybody apologizing for the kids and fuck off anybody treating it like it's anything other than kids having fun at a football game there is nothing wrong with that chant at all that's true i think it's funny that said uh, this would be all over CNN for the next three weeks if it was fuck the Muslims or fuck the Jews. You know oh. what I mean? So it's like I, I, I get I get why it's a bit yeah. of a thing. That's true. It would be. But at the same time, I would also take those if there was a Jewish university or a Muslim university with a football team. I would take it in stride as being it's about football. Dude, if they would be. Wait, wait, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Wait, sorry to interrupt. Look at what we're talking about here. We're, we're talking about Oregon. This is not like Alabama, Mississippi, where a chant like that might take on a different meaning. We're talking about deep blue, liberal, extremist, far right. Didn't, isn't Oregon where they set up the, the encampment downtown and said, uh, you know, fuck all right. laws. We're right. our own little. Yeah. But that, that's the thing, man, is they'll, they will uh, they'll, they'll rip on, like, especially like, here now especially on the left like people will not bat an eye about ripping on any kind of christian de denomination but then nope. you, you you fucking you change that goofy little uh uh harry potter book from the desert thousands of years ago to a slightly different one and oh my god it's so hateful it's a white supremacist thing all of a sudden yes it is but i'm i'm surprised they didn't put the chant in the article because i'm like well I, I, I see no now I'm torn. That's actually worse than I thought it would be. 
you know, but I'm like, it's getting barely any media coverage because I, it was, it's, you, you know, the Mormons and I, I don't know, people are just like, ah, fuck it. They're, they're okay to rip on. We don't really give a shit. No, I mean, they, they, they lived through the book of Mormon, the musical. I think they can take this. Oh yeah. Dude, that, you know what? Shout out to the Mormons. They can take a fucking punch. Yes, you know what I mean? Can. They're not. All, oh my God. This is a hateful thing. This is now we got to kill a cartoonist. Like that's not their thing. That's not their, you, you know, did you see the Book of Mormon live? I did, and I know I know where you're going. I did not see the advertisement. No. Yeah, they 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 put ads in the playbill. Like when you go to see a musical live, you get a thing like this is a little program that shows who's playing what role. The Church of Latter Day Saints, the Mormons, actively took out ads that said, "You've seen the musical. Now come check out the church." That's how they responded. They they didn't get all right. hurt and cry. They said, "All right, well, you're going to make fun of us. We're going to, you know, offer our side of the story, which is this is our religion. Come check it out." Yeah, yeah. It's they're going to, you know, next time they're at bringing young, they're going to do another chant, just like your city council let it get taken over by homeless people. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> like they'll just, you know, they're good at that. I mean, I, 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 you know, I think their religious beliefs are ridiculous, but I like how they can take a punch. I mean, yeah. again, like, like I said, it's, um, and they're kind of torn on this one, you know, because it, I, on one hand, like, I, I don't, I don't really give a fuck. You know what I mean? Say fuck whoever you're playing. That makes sense. That said, if, uh, if this was any other religion other than Christianity, if this was, if, if this was Muslim, if this was Jewish, then this would be all oh, we got to look into who started the chant. We got to expel him. We have to know there's no place for, for white supremacy on this uh, campus. Yeah. Like it would be a whole fucking ordeal. We're going to do an investigation. We're going to, now we have to have seminars on tolerance. It would be a whole fucking thing. It would be, but thankfully Mormons are white, so they don't get to play that card. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because I'm like, well, it, it, in in some ways, that chant is worse than I figured it would be because they weren't putting it in the articles. But then I'm 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 also like, eh. But then again, the response was kind of tame. It's well, tamer than it would be if it was something else. And honestly, we can wrap it up on that. With this, that that's that's what I always pisses me off is no matter what the chant is, no matter what was said, it's never in the article. So they just leave it to your imagination. Reporters, news agencies, you fucking lazy cunts. Always put the chant in the article so we don't have to go searching for it. We want to know what was so horrible. Don't just tell us it's horrible. Let us see it. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, the the, the news overreacts on shit like that so much that until I see it, I assume it's something fucking little. And that ain't yeah. good. That ain't, you know what I mean? Like, that's not yeah. a good place to be in. All right. Um, this one confused me, Jake. Uh, I need you to walk me through this. Donors flood fundraiser for 17-year-old Iowa sex trafficking victim who was ordered by judge to pay thousands of dollars to the family of her, uh, I don't like this word, alleged rapist, um, but we'll say it because it's in the article. Here's where I'm confused, Jake. Uh, where is it in the article? Piper does not owe that man's family just, no, that's not it. Okay, so here, I'm just not even going to try Judges are supposed to have um, power, correct? They are the judge. When Brock Turner raped that uh, woman in California, the judge said, well, I'm going to use my powers to say Brock isn't a bad kid. He, uh, you know, a month in jail. He's a good kid. He just raped that one woman. Uh, I have the power to do that. The judge in this case said, hey, my hands are tied. There's nothing I can do. According to state law, she, she stabbed this guy, so... 
Uh, she has to pay restitution to the family. Where is the judge that could say, yeah, according to law, she has to pay restitution. We're going to set the balance at a dollar. Uh, yeah, yeah, you were yeah. raped repeatedly. You were sex trafficked. You stabbed the guy. He finds a dollar. Uh, go let him buy something from the McDonald's uh, value menu. You're free to go. I, I, the disparity between judges' powers. That's where I'm confused, Jake. Yeah, it's uh, it sucks. Instead, uh, that that pimp was able to get uh, one last payment out of yeah. that lady <laughs> and uh, leave it to his family. You know, yes, yes, yes. I mean, but the good news is, uh, like I said, the headline is GoFundMe is has so the judge ordered her to pay one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to the family, and so far she has raised more than five. And not her, uh, someone she didn't say I need money. Someone did this on her behalf and has raised. $500,000. This is GoFundMe used correctly. This is how I want to see GoFundMe when someone gets fucked over by the law or the world that people respond and say, you poor woman, here is a half a million dollars. We know you have to give $150,000 to the quote alleged because we don't want to get in trouble rapist who had you. So either way, that's how GoFundMe should work. Well, and but Fuck the judge for not lowering that. Uh, you've been awarded $150,000. I'm going to use my powers to lower that to a dollar. Well, but here, here's what gets me is, is they're, they're wrapped up about on, on the fact that she, she paid the, the money to the family. But it also says that she pled guilty to involuntary manslaughter and, and willful injury to the guy. So I'm like, I, I, it makes me think, like, what, what the fuck was going on with this trial? Okay, well, I can tell you because I, I remember when it happened. Um, I was, by the way, I, I looked now and the, the GoFundMe was started by one of her former teachers. So good on that teacher. Teachers are yeah. good. So she was sex trafficked and she was trapped in this uh, and raped repeatedly. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm more, I'm more like weirded well, out and fucking upset where, by the fact that she might have to do jail time for this shit, right? She, the, the problem was she snapped and stabbed the guy while he was asleep because he's a dude and she's probably not going to be able to fight him off when he's awake or on a coke binge or drunk and right. attacking her so she was trapped and she said this is my only opportunity he's asleep i need to get out and like she she'd been through horrible horrible trauma and she was what like 15 or something right yeah and so yeah, yeah, man. she she took the out when she could and so yeah she pled guilty to the manslaughter because they it, I don't want to, I don't think they wanted to say premeditated, but maybe she did plan who knows, but she took the opportunity she could. And again, this is a case where if I were the judge, it'd be like, wow, you killed a dude in his sleep, but extenuating circumstances, you're free to go. You're like, okay, uh, time served, whatever it is. It's like you always talk. We don't right. need to go into details, but it's like you say about your buddy that shot his ball sack off. In, in no, Iraq I didn't, I didn't know this guy. He was just in the, Oh, well, either way, time or... served. You, you don't need to be demoted once it, the fact that you were kept in an apartment and raped repeatedly, I would say that's your jail time. You killed a guy. Again, it's extenuating. Well, yeah, there was, there's, there's a doc about a, a somewhat, uh, I, I won't say similar, but, well, it was, you, you, you know, kind of a similar thing with the, the outcome and, 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 and just, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a doc on Netflix called I Just Killed My Father. I don't know if hmm. you saw that. Not but it's a similar no, thing, man. Like, uh, it, it, this guy, kills his father in what's clearly a fucking premeditated thing but then it goes into it and he ends up getting released you know what i mean like like a year or two later whatever because they you know he had a shitty public defender at first and, and and whatever but um somebody ended up 
going back and looking at it, uh, like kind of pro bono, and discovering like, oh, his father actually kidnapped him from the mother when he was a kid and was like fucking basically neglecting him and and keeping him away from everybody and, and yeah. abusing him and all this stuff. And and it was like this was the way he saw it, his only way out. And so I, I don't know. I would I would hope that uh, I don't know. This judge would watch that fucking doc and give well, him that goddamn money uh, you, back. You get these. Uh, there, there was a guy in Waukesha, uh, Wisconsin. I think we talked about it. The guy that rammed his car into a um, parade of people and, and killed a few in her. And you looked at his rap sheet and it's like, why isn't this asshole locked up? The, same, right. the case you just uh, discussed and this woman, uh, these are not people that are just going to be walking around the street stabbing people. Like, uh, oh, hey, there's someone. I'm going to stab them. Oh, hey, there's someone. The fucking mitigating circumstances. There, there, there's, there was a situation that they responded to. I think that can be taken into account. So did she have to do any jail time? I don't know that, or okay. if she's going to be sentenced. I that I just got stuck on the the money issue for this one. Well, because the thing is, if I had five hundred grand and I lost one hundred fifty, I'm not saying I'd be happy about that. But um, <clears throat> if I had to go to prison for fifteen years, I would be more upset about the second thing. You know. Wait, sorry. Here we go. Um, she was given a deferred <coughs> judgment. She had two 10-year pr prison sentences, so she deferred judgment. She will not go to prison okay, unless she not. violates her probation. So they said, well, you killed a guy. You get 20 years in prison. Uh, don't get caught speeding. So she is out. Sure. And I can see that kind of being fair. I don't like the idea that if she fucks up again, she goes to jail because she's been through incredible trauma. Chances are she might fuck up in a situation, but I don't think she's just going to stab a dude randomly now. No. Now, remember, don't kill any more of your rapists. <laughs> We're letting you off with a warning this time. Yeah, it's fucking weird. All right, let's, uh, let's jump into something more uh, lighthearted. Uh, oh, Jake, we bring this up every so often. We have been saying this since last December. Uh, I, everybody that's listening, please sit down. I have a shocking update for you. Trump's legal bills are being footed by his donors. That's right. Every time you donate to Trump because he's going to fight the libs and own the libs and, and fight voter fraud, nope, he's just paying the lawyers that uh, he needs because so many of all the lawsuits he's, he's embroiled in. So good job, donors, trying to own the libs. He's just using your money to fight his own legal battles, just like Jake and I have been saying forever. The thing I don't like about this article is... I think somewhere in it, it said that they are looking into charging him with, uh, it's an outrageous abuse of his donors, said uh, Shervav Ghosh, director of a financial campaign reform. It can't, no, it's not. It's not an abuse. These idiots know what they're giving to. They, they know why they're right. giving to Trump. They don't care. I don't think anybody cares that he's using it to fight his legal bills because he's a martyr. They, they yeah, say what, say what you want about that last article. Um, at least only about a third of those donors' money went to a rapist. You know what I mean? Yeah. These people, whole fucking thing's going right to them. <laughs> Way to drain the swamps there, huh? Well, goddamn put, Jake. Well, I mean, you just found the tie between those two articles that I did not see. But yes, well done. And I yeah, did, I, this, uh, this, this, this one says right on there. Yep, going, going all to me. It's uh, yeah. 
And so I don't understand the outrage. Why, why this is an article like, oh, I can't believe he's taking advantage of his donors. That's what he does. This is not news. This is not surprising. He's been saying forever, give me money. I want your money. I'm going to pay for my golf courses and my legal fees. Yeah, it's, uh, it's baffling. It's kind of impressive, you know? Like, he pulled one over on these guys so much. It's like, yeah, I'm sort of rooting for him in a weird way. You know, like, keep scamming them. I, I don't want these assholes to have money. All right. In the world of lawsuits that piss me off, McDonald's ordered to face Byron Allen's $10 billion discrimination lawsuit. Byron Allen owns television stations, including the Weather Channel, um, and McDonald's didn't advertise on his station, so he's suing. He's saying McDonald's is racist because they didn't buy commercials on my TV stations, and this fucking judge said, yeah, we can hear that in court. This is the dumbest fucking lawsuit I've ever heard of. McDonald's can advertise wherever they want. Yeah, it, it, it to me, I'm like, well, it, it doesn't seem like he has much of a case. It, it seems like the kind of thing where he's asking for $1.6 billion, but would happily settle out of court for, uh, I don't know, five hundred grand or, or something like yeah. that, you know? That's, I don't know. That, that's the way I see that going. Cause this, this to me seems like a frivolous lawsuit. Um, right here, the lawsuit the, here, I just, I read this part the, the lawsuit said blacks, uh, represent, so it doesn't say black people. The lawsuit said blacks represent 40% of fast food customers, but McDonald's spent just 0.3% of its $1.6 billion us ad budget in 2019 on black owned media media. Now, um, is that racist or, or stay with me, is that just bad business on the part of McDonald's? If McDonald's doesn't want to advertise to people that clearly want to be its customers, that's just McDonald's being stupid. I don't see that as racist. That's just McDonald's saying, we don't know our customer base. We don't know shit. If, if any, do you remember, I remember back in the day when they would specifically, you'd suddenly see an all black McDonald's ad. You'd be like, huh, well, there you go. They, they, they seem to used to try and be inclusive. Who, who knows now? And who cares? It, you, know who's, you know who's really laughing their ass off at this article? Burger King? Wendy's? No. Chick-fil-A. They're sitting there going, huh? <laughs> we, yeah. This is, this, is why we, this is why we tell them it will be in your community, this new sandwich. <laughs> yes, last week's article. <laughs> yes. We'll call back to last week. Yes, Wendy's is, or no, uh, Chick Fil A is saying uh, we are inclusive. Good, call. God damn, Jake, you, you're tying articles and now two different podcasts together. You That's are right. Fire. They're sitting there going, you know, uh, I got seven mean tweets uh, as the head of Chick Fil A for saying the word community. Uh, you got a one point six billion dollar lawsuit for not doing that shit last week. On the plus side of lawsuits, I do like uh, my pillow fella Mike Lindell must face de defamation suit over election rigging claims. He tried to get his case tossed because he went around the country saying uh, Dominion sucks, Dominion changed uh, changed votes, and Dominion said no, we didn't, and we're going to sue you. And see, this is again, we're, we're this whole episode seems to be centered around legal issues. And yeah, you don't get to go around slandering a company without any evidence. And if it hurts their business, they get to sue you. Yeah. So he's, he's getting sued. Uh, you know, and, and he's also, 
Not only is he getting sued by them, he's also getting sued for another $1.6 million for not putting his crazy conspiracies on enough black-owned media. <laughs> so he's getting hit twice. You know, he really fucked up here. Yes. Black people want to deny the election as well. What's wrong with Lindell? Right. Yeah. Little, little, little bit of goddamn equality, my pillow guy. Noticed all your all your pillows are egg-shaped color or, or, or lighter. What's with that? Yeah, haven't you seen Band-Aid with their new uh, different uh, shades of skin tone uh, Band-Aids? Yes. Where's all the black pillows, you bigot? Judge Wright found sufficient evidence that Lindell knew or should have known his statements were false and he acted with, quote, actual malice in promoting them, a key legal threshold in defamation cases. That part I find sketchy because I honestly do not know whether or not Mike Lindell knows he's lying or if he is so batshit crazy stupid that he believes the bullshit he's peddling because it could be either or it could literally be either or. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's going to be tough, man. Um, and I, I think that the timing on this one makes sense because it's after Alex Jones lost that big one, because I remember there was basically a, a, a lot of like, I, I wasn't following it super close, right? but I did read a lot of stuff where the, the lawyer basically was arguing, hey, he's not lying about this shit because he believed it, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's not, it's not defamation if he was saying something he thought was true. Um, maybe they'll try to go that route, but it, it didn't work for Jones. So, I, you know, it's, it's going to be tough. Well, I mean, that would set a weird legal precedent saying it's okay to be the stupidest person on the planet and shout your stupidity despite all evidence otherwise if yeah. you can prove you are that goddamn dumb you can say whatever the fuck you want that would be scary because we are kind of in that stage right now with alex jones which with mike lindell and trump is another one when he talks about voter fraud there are people that are close to him that let you know secrets fly or they, they whisper to the media they say um he actually believes this bullshit. Rudy Giuliani got in his ear. He, he can't believe he would have lost to Biden. So if you really believe it, I don't know. I still think, there, I don't know, reality should win. Well, that, that's, kind of, well that's kind of why I'm, I'm more in favor of like go, going after Trump, the people in government, than somebody like the MyPillow guy. Is because it's, it's sort of like medical misinformation from from a, a layman such as ourselves or medical information from a doctor, right? Yeah. Two very different things. You know, if, if we're on this podcast telling people uh, drink cleaning products because it'll keep you from getting a cold, you know, uh, should we get sued? Now, nah. if they do it, fuck them. That's what they get from taking their medical advice solely from a show like this, not just because we're dumb, but more importantly, because we are not licensed, we have not given been, been given a, a certification by reputable institutions that say this person is a sort of elevated person in this field. This isn't just some fucking asshole. You know, there's plenty of smart people out there that don't have the certification, but the certification fucking means something. You know, yeah. um, not saying that people with certifications don't fucking do really shitty things, but when they do, the consequences are very different. You know? That's when they should be held accountable. We are just two assholes. Yes. Uh, Do Donald Trump had cabinet members. He, he was sitting at the highest political office in the country when the leader of the country 
says something, it has a different weight than when a guy that says pillow says something, right? Yeah. So I think the consequences should be very different. I don't think he should get fucking worse treatment than the president of the United States. He is a former crackhead pillow salesman, okay? If you're taking your fucking marching orders from that guy, you're an asshole. I still think, though, in, in spite of you just calling the person an asshole, I go back to probably one of your best takes on the situation ever because I ne the, you looked at it such a unique view, and I don't know if you remember this. Mike Lindell held a rally in South Dakota, and they went to a 6,000-seat arena, and 2,000 people showed up, and the news was all, oh, he only got 2,000 people at his rally. It's not even sold out. And you said... Yeah, name any other former crackhead pillow executives that can get 2,000 people to a rally. That's pretty good. You know, Jake, you and I can't get 2,000 people to a rally. We can't get 2,000 people to listen it's to this impressive. show. It's uh, impressive. Yeah, it's impressive if a former crackhead, they're like, hey, who's, uh, who's the keynote speaker tonight? Uh, a pillow executive. Oh, I'm there. I'm there. I got to see the pillow executive. That is why my pillow guy, if you're listening, uh, uh, news isn't your thing. It's really getting you bit in the dick, but you can draw a crowd. Have you thought about co-headlining with one of us and doing some stand-up buttons? Yes. You would do that. Let's do that. that. So many celebrities do. Go right to the front of the line. Yes. But but make sure you take one of us with you. Don't just fucking bump us on a weekend on the road somewhere. Nah, we're co-headlining this thing. Yes, yes, yes. You take, uh, we'll, we'll take just whatever, we'll take 25% of the door because that'll still be enough. All right, two quick stories. One we'll just brush over uh, because Notorious Karen, who called uh, the bird watcher, the, the, she had the dog and she was choking the dog and the, the, the guy in Central Park was black and he was watching birds and she, yeah, there's an African-American. She, uh, again, another lawsuit. She tried to sue her employer uh, because they fired her. They, they said, yeah, you're bringing a little too much heat to our company. We're going to let you go. She sued and she lost. So, Oh, yeah, good luck with that. I'm, I'm sure every judge in New York wants to be the judge that fucking gave a bunch of money to the OG Karen. What are you talking yeah. about? That's oh, crazy. You know, you know who she could have used? She needed to file, like, like uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, he filed... They both live in Los Angeles, but he filed in Virginia because of, uh, you know, they had different laws there that were favorable to him. Uh, she should have gone to California and filed against her employer with the Brock Turner judge, found him, said, hey, uh, I know you like to let off rapists. How do you feel about racists? I guess. Good luck. I mean, this happened in Central Park. It's the middle of New York, man. I don't see how you get a different jurisdiction, okay. but you can maybe maybe pay that judge to come here. I don't know. Yeah. We. Can you, well, can you the, bribe the a judge? Turner judge got voted out of office. I remember that. So oh, he did. Okay. It's a half was, was that in California? Uh, I thought it was more. Yeah, deep. that was. Um, huh. uh, uh, was it Stanford? It was somewhere. It was a college party. I think. Okay. It was somewhere like that. Really. Um, all right. Last story. This one always boggles my mind because if a Democrat did this, it would just the world would lose its fucking shit. The Republicans would lose their shit. But when a Republican does it. Uh, it, you know, he was just a uh, Ohio House GOP candidate, uh, misrepresented military service. He told stories about being deployed to Afghanistan and the tough conditions and uh, no running water. And he went 40 days without a shower. He was always, oh, wait, no, sorry. Even though he said those things, he was only stationed in Qatar. Nice. <laughs> he, he, I've been to Qatar. It's uh, if it comes to Afghanistan or Qatar, Qatar is a fuck is Las Vegas. It's a fucking, oh, it's fucking great, dude. I got I got a pass there when I was in Iraq. Yeah, I spent like four days there. It was awesome. Wait, no, I yeah. spent eight days because they fucked up the paperwork on a return flight. 
That's right. But I've been there too. It's nice. It's nice. It's pretty awesome, dude. Yeah. So here he is saying that he uh, was humping it out in Afghanistan and ne- never went, never went. And so if a Democrat tried to lie about their military service, uh, it'll be interesting to see if he wins. If people are like, well, he, he lied about that, but at least he ain't no Democrat. And if they vote for him, because I'll never understand how someone can lie so blatantly and people will still vote for him. Because hear me out, Jake, if you're going to lie about this, you're going to lie about a lot of shit. Yeah, but then again, I six years ago I would have agreed with you. Okay, but I think I think after after Trump said uh, uh, John McCain's a pussy for getting shot down or whatever the fuck he said when he was running, I like and they didn't give I a like, shit about uh, that. I like heroes that don't get caught or something yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like I like war vets that have actually been to war. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that said, GOP doesn't give a fuck about that anymore. So Good I think I think he's fine. Good. Point. As long as he didn't lie about anything crazy like uh, uh, backing a Democrat at some point, that's all they give a fuck about now. Own those libs. Yep. All right. Visit jakevevera.com. If you're in New York City, look for Jake on any comedy show. Visit nathantimmel.com. Sign up for my newsletter, and I will tell them tell you whenever I'm near you. I give a monthly newsletter. Jake, good to see your face. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear your perspective. My friend, I will talk to you next week. Listeners, thanks for listening. I'm going to be co-headlining next weekend all over the country with the MyPillow guy. Come check me out. It's going to be great. Later. Later.